and welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Hello, and welcome to episode 16. We are going to be talking about chicken, the place, not the food. But first, Clay, what are we drinking? Yeah, so it is a hot, hot July evening it is, here in Alaska. I did not think Alaska was going to be this hot. <laughs> but to be fair, it's really nice compared to the rest of the country right now. True story, and it's not on fire, so I um, shouldn't be complaining. Cheers to that. But we do have a Topo Chico in addition to our half a beer each. Yes. <laughs> to keep us cool and we hydrated. We do, and hydrated because we, sp- well, we'll talk about it in a minute, but we spent some time on a river today. But yeah, uh, we have a Topo Chico each, and then mm-hmm. we have our, we still have some of our winter long brews yes. from Whitehorse. We've been savoring them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so this is the uh, Fire Bean Coffee mm-hmm. Rye Porter. It's and so I'd good. say it's probably my favorite. It really reminds me of um, a non-alcoholic beer that we love that's hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it called? Smooth Ascent, I believe. Yes. Smooth Ascent uh, from Athletic Brewing. But it was like a limited edition, so you can't necessarily find it all the time. But it was like a really good non-alcoholic coffee stout or porter. Porter, I think. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, it tasted a lot like this. Yeah. And that is really good. That was, I loved it when they made that. And it was like during COVID and I was ordering so much <laughs> athletic to the house. Oh, I know. And I would drink that coffee beer because it was caffeinated. It was like caffeinated yeah, beer. Yeah, ca- that's true. Actually. Caffeinated, like non alcoholic <laughs> beer. And I would like crack one open at like 3 p.m. before a meeting sometimes. Nice. I mean, yeah. Work from home life, baby. It's like your afternoon coffee. Yeah, or yeah, I'd, so like, like... I'd drink one while I was like climbing in the garage on our climbing wall. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. kind of miss the climbing wall. I miss it, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're double-fisted drinking here yeah, as yeah. we're uh, coming to you from Fairbanks. the parking lot of Pioneer Park. Yeah. Yeah. Pioneer Park is a city park in Fairbanks. That has some like historic stuff and it's, I don't know, it's kind of funky. It's got like shops in these old buildings and it's got like a train goes around and oh, a we took carousel. On the train. Oh yeah. It was fun. It was five bucks for the three of us. It was all right. It was super cute. There's a playground. There's, mm-hmm. uh, the river runs right by it, um, which we'll talk more about in a minute. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really cute. They have a big old show, like a vaudeville style show. Oh, yeah. We yeah. still need to make it to that. Mm-hmm. That they do every night at 8 p.m. They have the salmon bake, which oh. is like a whole big thing. Yeah, it's like a restaurant, right? Yeah, but it's only in the summers. It's outside. It's like a big to-do. They run buses to pick people up from like hotels and stuff to go to the salmon bake. It's it's wild. I don't, I don't know if we're going to go to it, though, because food allergies and that kind of a thing yeah jason and abby went and they said "Eh." yeah oh they said it was really good with the kids meals today they the the baskets and stuff are really good Mm -hmm. i mean they went again (laughs) Uh, fair enough yeah (laughs) it's right there it's like right right where we're staying so pioneer park allows you to overnight in their well not just overnight like stay in their parking lot they have rv sites basically in the Mm -hmm. parking lot dry camping dry camping uh, but they have potable water available and it's $12 a night and you can stay up to five nights in a row and up to like 15 don't quote me on this part 15 nights maybe in a 30 night or 10 nights in a 30 night window okay so So you you can can come come back back even yeah Mm -hmm. so 
really generous there. Um, $12 is not too much to ask, I think, for like a spot where you can actually like, it's not just like a Walmart where you have to stay hitched up and everything. It's like a, it's a legit spot oh, you can where you can I like. I mean, we're set up. Yeah, we're set up. We like get the awnings out, like, you know, have our stuff set up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice. still like pavement. Yeah, totally. it, it reminds me of like beach camping. If you've ever been in like a parking lot by a beach kind of situation. Yeah. Um, But it's nice. It's a really good jumping off point for stuff. Fairbanks is full of bike paths. Um, yeah. Just full of them. They're everywhere. So, it's so great. So we have the bikes down, and it's like we've been riding places. Yeah, we should talk about what we did today. Yeah, we can talk about what we did today, and then we'll talk. We'll kind of backtrack and talk about how we got from uh, chicken to here, <laughs> or from from where where we Actually, came to you last time uh, in Dawson mm-hmm. here. Yep. Um, but what we did today was we floated down the Chena Chena, I believe, is mm-hmm. how they say it, Chena River. It starts up. So we only did like one small segment of it. It starts like up by Chena Hot Springs um, and comes down this way where this part of the river is like super, super calm. There's like zero of, of anything resembling a rapid. <laughs> it's very, um, yeah, very calm. <laughs> it's pretty wide in the in places too. So it's really nice if a boat goes by or something, you don't get shook too bad. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, so we got the paddle boards out. Finally. Finally. It had been so long. <laughs> I don't think we had gotten them out since, at least not both of them. Since Mexico. Since yeah. yeah. I think uh, Santa's back was like the last time we had them out. Yeah. So it was time. It was. <laughs> and we'd never really done time. a river trip with them. We've always been out on lakes or like on the ocean or bays or something. Yeah. So this was like a really good first river yeah, trip because it was. it was so calm. Yeah, and um, we kind of looked up and cheated. Uh, we looked up the canoe. So Canoe Alaska has a put-in. It's a public put-in, but their their spot is like right by the put-in um, in Pioneer Park. So we'd walked mm-hmm. by there and we're like, oh, this seems like a good put-in. Like this is where the rental place puts in. Mm-hmm. And we looked up their website and they're like, yeah, you put you put in here and you get picked up at the pump house, which is a restaurant like a little ways down the river. It's like a two to three hour float. There's a couple other restaurants you can stop at. And I was like, that sounds cool. Yeah. Let's do that. It seems really chill. So I read more about it and it was like, everyone's like, yeah, it's super calm. Everyone, it's like a, the thing to do in the summer is like everyone's out here floating. People do it in like tubes. Um, there wasn't anyone in a tube today. No, I, well, I saw some, I never, they never really caught up with us, but there was that family getting, there was like a huge group getting in like shortly after us. Okay. And I think some of their kids had tubes kind of attached to the grown-ups boats and stuff. Okay. Oh yeah. There was, mm-hmm. there was one family that yeah. had a kid in like a kind of little inflatable raft yeah. sort of deal. Yeah. Or, like yeah, tied yeah. to, tied like to literally boats. anything that'll float will go, mm-hmm. you can take it down this river. It's fine. Oh, we had um, so much fun though. We put the kids on the front of our paddle yeah, boards. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, Joe was like having the time of her life on that ba- on that board. She was like surfing the wakes and. Yep. <laughs> She's so funny. Oh, I know. It was it was awesome. She was like, "Can I stand up?" Grace and I were chilling out. <laughs> it was, Can I paddle? It was a little less chill than I was hoping, just because it was the current is so weak. <laughs> it was so like, you had to paddle. We a had little. to paddle a little more than we thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ended up being like a five mile paddle, I think, give or take. So I only tracked from the first restaurant to the last, but a lot of it I didn't spend paddling though. Oh, because Joe was paddling <laughs> for you guys. Well, yeah. yeah, and we just kind of floated too yeah. for a lot of it, but yeah, yeah, it was fun. We, you know, like a boat would come by and make wake, and we'd okay steer towards the wake. Okay, you know? yeah, <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah, it was, and and so that was really a like really neat time. Uh, 
the first rest- restaurant restaurant it was more of a bar that we went to it was yeah. called the Botel. uh it looks like a really cool music venue if you're ever in Fairbanks check it out probably found out too late that an artist I really like was here like two days ago yeah, <laughs> which is really a bummer in Alaska mm-hmm. uh, I was like whoa really <laughs> so that was kind of a bummer but it's it's you know kind of a divey bar inside but outside is very like, I would call it a townie bar. Townie bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, and I don't mean divey in a bad way either. No, no, it's just a certain uh, vibe, and this yeah. was more of a townie bar vibe. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. definitely a townie bar, um, but in a good way. And oh, like, yeah, definitely. There's a, a deck outside bar. and stuff in the huge lawn, so we just went mm-hmm. out there had had a couple of beer, had a beer each, and yep. like a light beer, you know, nothing crazy, and I had a. It was good to get out of the water for a minute. Denali Brewing. Something I don't know. I had something from Hoodoo, which sort. is here. Yeah, and it was good. It was like a I want. I told Clay I wanted. He went into order, and I said I want a boat beer. Um, <laughs> they didn't have boat beer, but they it was didn't good have enough. boat it was beer. Close enough to that. And boat beer is beer I would not drink unless I'm on a boat. Basically, it's like I don't know light beer. It's barely beer. You know, like I never drink this stuff. Lineys. Lineys. Yeah, I any like shout out to you Midwesterners, you know what I mean. Oh god, yeah, that is that <laughs> is a, quintessential that's the boat, boat beer, beer. right? <laughs> yeah, it's like 4% alcohol. It's maybe even. Yeah, it's barely beer. Lemonade. It's like cuz you're going to get dehydrated if you don't drink something super super light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the point is not to be super buzzed. <laughs> it's just to have a few and enjoy your but Yeah, enjoy we your stopped day off the there. We had a drink. Yeah. And, kids had a sprite you know we sat out on the deck and yeah. just enjoyed a, a rest yeah. from paddling and then yeah. got back in the water and it was quite a ways to the next one yeah the next place joe and i had a little too much fun and <laughs> they both standing up and fell in at different times from each other <laughs> i look back at clay is like off the board sputtering <laughs> oh, river water oh sputtering you made like, me sound <laughs> <laughs> i did in fact get a mouthful of river water. i know i know you did it was pretty funny <laughs> And I lost my water bottle. That's really sad. That's the second water bottle like that that you've lost. It's the third that we've lost as a family. Yeah, I think so. At least. Three of these Yeti water bottles now gone. Yeah. but you Your know, black one somewhere... got sacrificed to a waterfall in New Hampshire? Is that where that one oh, went? Oh, really? Or did you leave it somewhere? I can't no, remember. No, I got that. That was this one, and I picked it back up. I was able to get it. It was this one, the silver one? Yeah, oh, the, the black the, one. Where well, happened to the New black Hampshire. one? Oh, I, that got left somewhere ages ago. My copper color one got left at Fort Wilderness. Mm-hmm. Tune in to Letters from the Road to hear where we leave all of our Yeti water bottles. Maybe you can find one and send it back That's to us. Easter egg, yeah. <laughs> that, my Hydro Flask one you left in Disneyland, and they sent me the wrong one. That's true. <laughs> Oh, wait, we found a yellow. Oh, it's the wrong yellow one. Hmm. We have nice water bottles, and then we leave them places. It's a problem. So anyway, <laughs> this one's at the bottom of the Chena River. If anyone yeah. wants to go fishing for it, please. It's pretty nice. Feel free. It's about halfway between Botel and, and the next place Pike's Landing was the next place. And so we went there and intended to sit out on the deck there and couldn't. Yeah, well, it was weird. It was, a, it was, it was so, giving weird vibes anyway. It was so weird. Some woman, I guess I wasn't right with Grace, but um, our oldest, some woman was like, you have to wear a shirt. And Grace was <laughs> like, I'm wearing a shirt. 
And the woman worked there, but like, right. it wasn't the person who I think would have been our server or anything. We were just trying to go sit outside, and it was so and stupid. Grace and Abby came over and they're like, "This is what happened," and I was like, "And so I probably too loudly was like, who's the sexist asshole who said that?'" Yeah. And one of the waiters, like, good naturedly turned around and was like, "Oh, it's probably me." And I was like, "I don't think so. You told my daughter she couldn't wear a crop top." He's like, "Oh nope, that wasn't that was me. Not- <laughs> nope." He seemed like he would have been great. Just put like I don't know what this other lady's problem was. Uh, I don't know. It reminded me of middle school teachers. Oh my god, it was so weird too because there was like a table. We were just gonna sit out on the deck by the river. There was a table full of people there who like the men were not wearing shirts at all. There, those ladies started yelling at me like next to a woman who was sitting eating wearing a crop top. Right, exactly. And there was who the heck cares. There was like who gets to define what a shirt is, ma'am. It is twenty twenty three. Like you're really offended by a crop top. Well, no, I mean like it was a rash guard. First of all, yeah, it's like, but like very like not that not that you have to justify anyway. But like if you were gonna be like, oh, something's not a shirt, it wasn't this. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird, and it's like a freaking riverfront like. Sunday afternoon situation. Right. You're going in there off your boat. Like everyone is. And it's fine. The sh- shirts are required. That can be that can be like a health code thing. Sure. Um, we were all wearing shirts. We were wearing shirts. <laughs> Jeez. I it even made JoJo put her shorts back on. Soaking wet she shorts was so back mad on about it. her swimsuit. Even we were just like so all looking forward to eating and and like hanging out for a minute and getting out of the sun for a minute. And it was just the weirdest thing. And so this woman comes up over to me after I said that, you know, and she was like, it was me. I was the one who said that. And I was like, uh, so you've, you've probably with what my 13 year old daughter is wearing. Right. And she was like, it doesn't matter how old she is. You have to wear a full shirt. And I was like looking around like, I'm sorry, what? What's a full shirt? And she was like, like does it have to be we blousey? Have, we have like, two managers here. Blah, blah. There was like a woman literally in a bikini top, by the way, which honestly, like, whatever. Right. Like, who it's gets to say what a shirt is? River. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> or if you're going to be that prudish, like. Ugh. Anyway, it was insane. It was insane. It was so weird. <laughs> no, it made me really mad. I, we were all like kind of upset and also i refused to go in there to pee so i was really <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> oh no joe and i were like oh no we're still using your bath we're not eating here but we're still it using your bath bad in there anyway it, it, um, i'm actually we really dodged a bullet not eating there i think it was like it was one of those places where you're gonna pay like 40 good. bucks for your meal and the it's vibe, gonna be like the vibe on the deck seemed good the people i don't know i don't know the, the one waiter seemed nice like i was like this Maybe. seems okay like I don't know. After I went inside, I was like, oh man, this, yeah, we were going to pay like 40 bucks for a meal and it was going to be like bad fried seafood. Yeah. So. Old oil. That's what it smelled like. Anyway, we skipped that. We moved yeah, on. Yeah, we, we did. We floated further down the river. We did. And that was the best part because, that, so the, unfortunately, where we were getting out was the pump house mm-hmm. and it was closed we're on Sunday afternoon. We should have gone earlier, I guess. It's on, later on Sunday afternoon, it's closed, but there were a lot fewer paddlers and boats further down that there we get to paddle by the big um if you've ever been to fairbanks or seen stuff about it like they have this big discovery paddle like um the river boat like yeah. sternwheeler they call them in Canada, mm-hmm. the anyway paddle boat paddle, paddle boat. boat yeah the big 
Riverboat. So they have a big riverboat that they do tours on, and we got to go like right by it, which was kind of cool. And like that's that's kind of in that part of the river, and it's like really wide and really beautiful there. And so that part of the paddle was like really pretty, even though, so that was like a nice reward after we <laughs> to get back on out in the water. We were like, ah, oh, we needed a break. Yeah. Um, Although at that point we were all getting we were kind of all little, very like, hungry and tired. Hungry. Yeah, yeah, that sun baked kind of like. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was overall really fun. I would and I I don't I mean, know if I'll do it again while we're here, but I would do it next time we're here. Yeah, and I can't honestly. Complain. You could probably convince me to go down again. I mean, it's like. 70s here in alaska and everyone else yeah. is getting like hundreds the so. sun was really warm though yeah. uh yeah it was like 80 degrees today it was pretty warm here yeah. um for here but we, <laughs> we our, our family likes it to be 65 okay. that's true <laughs> we're chasing 60 baby uh yeah we're like 55 feels pretty good although to be on the river it was a good temperature for that it was oh, the, the river is cold very, very cold oh, yeah, yeah you found that out firsthand um <laughs> it's nice we, i mean on a hot day but yeah yeah, the that was that was fun. So we, our friends took the shuttle from the rental place because they rented a canoe. But we, mm-hmm. um, we took Clay and I this right. morning bikes. Yes. Yeah, we dropped the truck at the pump house and had taken our bikes with us, and then biked the five miles back on the bike trails. And it was just like super chill. And we stopped at Sunrise Coffee. Yep, Sunrise Bagels and Espresso. Oh my god, so good! Just a little coffee stand, but it's like so good. Oh, shout, really good. Shout, shout out to that because we yeah. biked up to the drive-through and they didn't even look at us weird. I know they um, were just like <laughs> super smiley friendly. Yeah, great place. Yeah, highly recommend the like cheese bagel situation I had was so good. <laughs> it was the cheese bagel situation. <laughs> that's, that's really good. Um, yeah. so that's where we are, and that's kind of what we're yeah. up to. We're here for a couple more days, then we're gonna kind of see what we want to do and make up to the hot springs for the week for a night this weekend before we pop down to Denali uh, where we'll be next week for like a week and a half which I'm pretty stoked about can't wait we're gonna do some hiking oh my god oh we did a hike this week too Ugh. (laughs) it was buggy it's gonna be buggy in Denali dude I don't know I we gotta get those like head net situations something because I have never thought mosquitoes were that big of a deal to me <laughs> you didn't they even never get any bites bugged me that much you got like almost no bites i don't know how because i had he was being I, had applied... I think it must have been the backpack we may need to spray the backpack maybe i don't know mm. but i had applied lots of extra strength bug spray at home oh yeah we're we using there. like super toxic shit like you can't <laughs> can't fool around with the natural shit <laughs> it's hey. There is malaria in the U.S. Deet, again, all right? Deet is your friend, okay? <laughs> We're using bug spray. But, yeah, and I had reapplied when we got there, and we got out on this trail into this beautiful, I think it was a birch wood. Yeah, it was really pretty. It was mm-hmm. up in the, like, a little past the college and out there. like, mm-hmm. after about two minutes, I had, like, a literal cloud We were, like, we basically, we, like, surrounding Joe me. ran this trail, basically, because we were trying I had to, to not keep moving stop moving. So quickly. But Clay had the only can of bear spray, so we didn't want to be too far from Right, it. so we were, like, moving it. it we all... And we got back out, and these guys on bikes were, like, yeah, you can... oh, yeah, you can't even go too slow on a bike. The bugs will get you real bad. <laughs> like, but okay, none of cool. us had bad bites, so the bug spray worked. They were just like the bugs were just like thick. Oh, they were so annoying. It was funny. It was like it wasn't bugging me as bad as it was bugging you, but uh, it was which like is the different because normally I'm the night. one getting like bit all over the place. Yeah, no kidding. But I 
I was glad we got out anyway. It felt really good mm-hmm. to move, and it was a pretty hike. I mean, it wasn't like stunning or anything. It was just nice. No, it was, I mean, it's always good to flex, get out for a hike anyway. Flex those hiking muscles a little bit before yeah. we go hike all our hike our brains out in Denali. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, uh, it's turns out there there definitely are mosquitoes here. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, even just in this freaking parking lot, <laughs> I was getting bit up so bad. Uh, but it's it's really nice. Um, Alaska's great so far. So we went from so last week we came to you from Dawson Creek from no. the government, not Dawson Creek. Sorry, Dawson City. Correct. We came to you from Dawson City, uh, the campground across the river, and then we we left there and drove to Top of the World on Monday, and we stayed at this cool boondocking spot. Just off the highway on top of the world. We got a little rain on there, but it was okay. So what is top of the world? Top of the world highway is this highway that goes, it's specifically the Canadian side, but it's the highway that goes to the border from Dawson City. And it is not paved. I mean, it's like a, it's like a well-kept dirt, It is the gravel nicest road. gravel road I've ever driven on. It actually, yeah, like it's... When you first get to it, there's pavement, and you're like, oh, okay. And then it, like, turns to gravel pretty immediately. And it's, like, it's a grade pretty much the whole way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're, you're climbing pretty much the entire time when you're going towards the border. But it's, like. And you're on a ridge. Panoramic views. So you're, like, on this ridge. On both sides. With these views of, like, just mountains and hills and green as far as the eye can see. I, it's otherworldly. It's really hard to explain. Yeah, Pictures I mean, do not do it justice. No, not at all. Because you're just surrounded. You're just surrounded, and it's so untouched and, like, wild. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing. It's so cool. It's so cool to get. And we were really glad to be able to boondock out there, and Starlink worked really well mm-hmm. um, to be able to boondock out there because, like, going to sleep out there in the midst of just the nothing Mm-hmm. It was so cool. It was super cool. Not that we got to stargaze. No, no, it was very light. <laughs> you can imagine if that oh, road were open in the winter. God, the stargazing, the, the northern lights. Yeah, amazing light show you would get in the sky. But uh, yeah, that highway is closed for the winter. Yeah, it doesn't open in the winter. So on the Canadian side, it's really, really nice. Clay drove that part uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. Then we... Went to the border on Tuesday and we crossed the border and back to the United States. Back to the US. And the first like ten miles across the border are really nice. They're really nicely paved. And so yeah, it seems like everyone like had said this part pavement. of the drive was like kind of the worst. And I was like, This is really nice. What are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and then and then the pavement runs out. And it's the worst kept gravel road. So going from like the best kept gravel road I've ever been on to like the worst kept gravel road I've ever been on. Yeah, it's basically a forest road. Yeah, it's like I don't know if they do any maintenance on this road. It's rough. It was slow going. I was driving. It was 27 miles of that to chicken. So I think on the U.S. side, there's like a section of it that's still technically top of the world. That's the paved section. Oh, is that what it is? And then when you get off of that's that, the Taylor. then it's the Taylor Highway. Okay. And the Taylor Highway is basically potholes. It is 
the shittiest highway you've ever like it's not a highway first of all it's yeah there's some great camp spots along the way though we passed so many good spots I was oh like, and it's oh, really beautiful God. out there too it's so pretty we saw like no wildlife because they're on strike against us we've mm-hmm. seen no wildlife this week Again. not true what did we oh no 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 sorry in chicken we saw wildlife mm-hmm. but nothing on the drive no Mm-mm. um and so we were Walking along, not walking along, but basically walking. <laughs> it was the slowest <laughs> drive ever. I was just like, I'm gonna crawl over this bump, and I'm luckily the it, it worked. The rig fared really well. Mm-hmm. Um, our tires are all still intact. Knock on wood. Gosh, like, please knock on wood. Everything is good. Our axles don't seem to be bent or anything. <laughs> Everything's fine. So, um. Flo's doing well. Flo's doing great. So we finally got to chicken, and then we'll talk more about chicken. Because mm-hmm. that's a kind of the- Spent a night there. Yeah. And then uh, went on to Toke, mm-hmm. where we spent a night at a lovely gas station. And the road between chicken and Toke was a little better. Uh, not a lot, though. It, it was, was like paved. It was paved. mostly paved. There were some gravel sections. It was mostly paved, but it was- It was still like slow going. Super potholed and lots of like- how do you want to say like roller coastery? Or yeah, like they'd paved just, over like, frosty pavement section. Yeah, so it wasn't like jerky, like when you hit a bad frosty, but it was like not even. You still couldn't go over it fast, especially with no, a trailer. With a trailer, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to in our truck either. I would feel awful. <laughs> Be like flying off the, like flying oh, over hills. Oh god, and it just like hurts almost. The the truck suspension is actually better under underweight. But yeah, totally. Anyway. Anyway, we made it to Toke. We made it to Toke. Toke is a great spot to wash your rig. Uh, sure. Yeah, after you pick up all the dirt on top of the world. There's a great great Chevron gas station where you can get fuel. They have some good RV pumps on the side of the building. They have sewer dump that you can do for free if you get fuel there. And they have free water fill. And um, you, they have a wash that's like pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. And so we we just rinsed off basically the all the really bad dirt from top of the world. Yep. And um, spent the night there. You can spend the night there for free too. And they had a nice big area out back. It was totally fine. Yeah. Um. The amount of like easy free camping we've been able to. There do, was a like, lot in Toke too. I feel places. like people stopped at that Fast Eddie's restaurant. Like there was mm-hmm. like, there were RVs everywhere in Toke, just kind of like lining the streets. Like no one freaking cared where you put an RV in Toke. No, they were like, welcome, come yeah. here, join yeah, us. Yeah, totally. We like walked down to a coffee shop in the morning. It was great. As opposed to some cities we drove through that had signs everywhere like, no, no overnight, overnight parking. Park. Yeah. Like, okay, well, you don't want us here. Toke and Fairbanks fine. are really <laughs> RV friendly. Like Fairbanks is like that mm-hmm. area over by the Walmart. Like you can park anywhere over there. No one cares. Totally. Park at the Lowe's, the Walmart, whatever. Yeah. The Walmart actually has RV parking, like RV spots. Yeah, we didn't fit in them. We're a little too no. long with the truck. But and the trailer. like that's how like they're like, yeah, you can come. It's mm-hmm. fine. The Walmart don't stay more than twenty four hours, but like right. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty great in terms of that. So. Well, yeah, and we had a a good drive to Fairbanks. Um, we from Toke, yeah. Yeah, it was like a what a three four hour drive. Yeah, it was really pretty though, and it went did it in the smooth. evening. Yeah, it was really smooth because it's light for ever here. Yeah, yeah, we got we got in at like six. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, we left right after you were done with work, so mm-hmm. that was nice. That was a nice drive. I liked I liked doing that drive. I got to use my cruise control for the first. <laughs> for like we a went minute. six. No, I used it for quite a bit actually. 
Yeah. We went 65 miles an hour for a good chunk of that drive. That was the first time I'd gone over 60 in I don't know how long. Well, yeah, I mean, we, yeah. That's, <laughs> we generally we, don't unless it's like an interstate. <laughs> well, unless I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. It, I was like giddy. I was like, oh my God, it's amazing. So, uh, anyway, yeah, that's what we we've been up Fairbanks. to. Yeah. We made it to Fairbanks. We will be here for a couple more days and then we are going to. Coming at around. you from Alaska for the next like month and a half. Yeah, at least. Yeah. A couple months. So yeah. we've got our list of things we need to do. Yeah, but if you have any ideas, let us know. Tell us where the bears are. Oh my God, I need to see more bears like so bad. Okay, I need to see a bear. Eating a fish. Eating a fish. Mm-hmm. I have to. I think Haynes is going to be a spot for that. Yes, I can't wait. But uh, I know we're excited. We're headed to the Kenai Peninsula after Denali, and I'm really, really stoked on that. So, mm-hmm. um, can't we wait. Have, we have like one of our only reservations there in Seward. It's true. Yeah. Well, it gets crowded down there. Yeah. But yeah, most. I mean, most of the camping in Alaska, and not to go on and on, but has been very cheap and very available. To yeah. the point where it's like, Clay was worried we weren't going to get a spot here. Oh, at Pioneer Park. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, it's a holiday weekend. They have it's a big like, celebration. Yeah, I don't know. It's like first there's time, tons of like, RVs. There's there's like a big Fourth of July there party. Like are many RVs here. There's just a lot of space. There's it's a huge parking lot, and like you could like, like saying there's their space RVs available. Pe- saying there's space available does not mean that there's not a lot of people here. There are. There's just tons of space. Yeah, there is. And it's I mean, really nice enough. and there's lots of first come first serve camping kind of all over which is really pleasant for how we like to travel no i really like it because we don't have to worry about it i mean yeah. we're like oh we should stage up at the walmart so we can get over and get a spot quick <laughs> i tried to tell you that was yeah, we didn't issue. we didn't need to do that at all anyway but it's yeah, great it's been great we're gonna do lots we're of alaska tired. we're really happy but we need to talk about the first place we stopped in alaska we gotta say some things about chicken chicken why are you saying it like Chicken. that? Chicken. <laughs> the reading of the letter. Dear friend, when was the last time you had a conversation with someone who was different from you? Like really, truly different. When have you gotten to know someone who has a completely different view of the world? Different religion, different closely held beliefs? Do you know where you can even do that anymore? I'll tell you one place. It's the saloon in downtown Chicken, Alaska. Chicken is a small mining community that has less than 20 full-time residents. It's the first town you get to in Alaska if you enter via Top of the World Highway. And a great place to stop for a night as the road getting there is quite rough and rest is welcome. While there are two RV parks in town, downtown Chicken offers free overnight camping. When we arrived, we expected to buy some pie and maybe some chicken noodle soup and then go into our RV and hang out. The only part of downtown open when we arrived was the saloon. The bar has a ceiling covered in baseball caps from around the world, a stripper pole, burned panties interspersed among the caps, and an eclectic collection of vinyl that patrons are welcome to play. The night we visited was a random Tuesday in June and the small bar was nearly full. The bartender was a college kid from Southern California working a summer gig. The patrons were a mix of overnight guests, locals, and Alaskans visiting the area for summer vacation. 
When our friend took a turn spinning some vinyl, she put on Weezer's Blue Album, which struck up a conversation with a man in a sweatshirt that read, Fuck Your Feelings, and had guns on one sleeve and an American flag on the other. He sat by our group at the bar, and we talked religion, politics, and all the things you aren't supposed to discuss in polite company. Sometime during the conversation, a local walked in and bought a round for everyone at the bar, casually dropping in that he was a millionaire, so it was no big deal to him. I probably don't need to tell you that the person in the fuck your feelings shirt did not agree with our travel party on a lot of things, but he did have a lot to say about what it's like growing up and living in Alaska and what it means to him, about the community and the people that don't let you down. He had a lot to say about letting people do their own thing and about rolling into biker bars and buying a bunch of Bud Light, which he hates drinking, just to make a point. We agreed that more people needed to talk around bars like this. More people needed to listen. That the current two-party political system has failed a lot of us for a lot of reasons. That there are major problems to be solved. That people have more in common than we often think. When a mama moose and her baby showed up outside the bar, the room cleared. Everyone went to the porch to watch. Even the locals, who were initially concerned that it was the same mama they had seen the day before, but this time with only one baby instead of the twins they had seen her with. After some deliberation, they determined that it was a different mom, and they were very excited to find there were three babies in the area this year. I don't even know the names of the people I talked with in Chicken. I won't see them again, probably. I do know it will go down as one of my favorite nights on the road, one of the best experiences. Talk to people and listen to them. Give them a chance, even if they hold views you consider problematic. You don't have to agree, but maybe you'll learn something. See a moose. Touch some grass. Everything isn't okay, but a lot of things are. See you down the road, Jamie. Hey, Jamie, guess what? What? Oh, chicken butt. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. God damn it. So our kids... So I don't know where it came from, probably from some parents of some other kids, because we did not teach our kids chicken butt. Did not. But they picked it up. They did. <laughs> They're very And I kind of love it. it. It's silly, and I don't hate it. Uh, it's pretty funny. So they were, there were shirts that had chicken butt, like said, guess what, and then had chicken and pointed to the butt. So, okay. In chicken. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you expected. From chicken? Yeah. When we went to chicken, but I, okay, we had seen Less Junk, More Journeys uh-huh. episode where they did Top of the World and uh-huh. then stayed at night in chicken. They did, yeah. So we stayed in the same place in downtown chicken. Mm, downtown they chicken is three camping. buildings. Mm-hmm. It was well, one big building, really. Um, <laughs> yes, it's true. One big building with three doors. Uh, yeah. And so they had stayed there uh, after a long drive day and kind of just like settled in for the night and moved on. They went to the stores and stuff. They did, of course. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I got the impression from it that like, yeah, it was cute, you know, but like there wasn't really anything there. Yeah. And I, I, I guess that was actually accurate. <laughs> kind of. But I don't, it just You gotta felt, go in the bar at night. That's like, that's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a little more Which I mean they couldn't it. do because they had a small child with them. Right. That's true. Our children that, are old enough to stay well in the RV while we go five steps away into the bar. 
Yeah. So, I mean, it it was, it felt like a harvest host, really. Yeah, it did. It had that feel to it for sure. Um, where you can, like, yeah, we camped there and, like, went into the bar for yeah. a minute. Found and a like spot a out day. back. Yeah. You know, just kind of, like, set up set and up, yeah. uh, had our little date, you know, brought, brought the kids back chicken noodle soup and pie. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And it was $15 Campbell's chicken noodle soup. <laughs> Basically. It's fine. It was for the experience. I like supporting the business and they did let us stay there for free. So, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was, it was definitely an experience. Like I didn't expect it. We, we went in, you and I went into the bar to get the stuff for the kids first and had like mm-hmm. a beer and sat there and just chatted you yep. and I and kind of listened to what was going on around. And like, it definitely was like a good vibe. Yeah, and so we talked. We talked and hung out. And we like, like kind of assessed the vibe. It was good. It was weird. Like the 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 ha- It's a. V- I still don't very want, small bar. I still don't know what was going on with the exploded underwear and the stripper pole. There was something about a panty cannon, and if you did something, you got a. You could do that, or something about kissing the bartender. I have no freaking clue. It was on the the wall on the the menu. Hmm. Anyway, um, it was a little weird. I don't understand how there's a stripper pole in a bar in a town with 12 people, but I digress. I understand. After after that night, I do understand. <laughs> Things get wild in downtown chicken. Chicken is wild. Oh, <laughs> it's an old it mining wild. town, right? It wasn't wild at all. No, it, was it wasn't nice. actually wild. It was really nice. It was a lot of people just sitting around having a really nice conversation. Like That was the vibe, is everyone was just hanging out and talking. Mostly to like people they didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it was that kind of, uh, like, people were there to hang out and be friendly. Yeah, so we went back in. Yeah, with Jason and Abby. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And pulled up seats at the bar. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I mean, it's in the letter, but, like, Abby was uh, playing around with the vinyl. She was like, oh, what's all this vinyl over here? And the bartender was like, I'll turn off the other music. You can play some vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was okay, like, cool. okay. It's like the owner's, like, collection of vinyl. It's very eclectic. Mm-hmm. And As any good collection. So she be. put out, she's a huge fan of Weezer and there was the Weezer Blue album. And so she like put it on. And uh, then one of these, one of the guys I'd been like standing talking to the bartender and some other people uh, was like, oh, this album's so good. And she's like, yes. I was like, not sure if I should pick it or not. And then like had a whole conversation about like punk music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he said he was straight edge back in the day. Yeah, yeah. which like kind of tracks. Yeah, totally tracks. Yeah, and uh, and then he comes and sits by us. He was like on his way out, and he was like, "Never mind." He comes and sits by us, orders another hard seltzer, and yep. <laughs> like a local hard seltzer. I didn't try any of this. His girlfriend like headed like, out and came back. Yeah, later. she's like, "I'm gonna go." Yeah, <laughs> she wasn't mad. It was yeah. Like, whatever. Uh, I think it was his wife. Oh, okay. Yep. Misunderstood that. Yeah. Second wife. We we got the whole life story. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Oh. His partner, regardless. Yes, his partner. Uh, so we proceeded to just have a meandering conversation about all kinds of things. And uh, as you do at the bar. As you do at the as you do at the bar in chicken. And it was really bar with a stranger. Interesting. And I think one of the things that isn't in the letter that really stuck out to me. And how he was talking about Alaska, and like we talked about, you know, have you lived anywhere else? Do you ever want to go anywhere else? Mm-hmm. 
And uh, he's like, I've tried a couple of times. He's an electrician, so he could work anywhere. Yeah. And, you know, and he's like, I just, you know, I'm like, well, you know, what keeps you coming back? He's the people, the people. And, you know, what is it about the people? And he talks about, like, you know, your neighbor can, like, disagree with you on everything, but they're going to take care of you, right? And that's kind mm-hmm. of the vibe. And I think that's kind of even in um, Dawson City, we were talking with the tour guide before the tour started, and they were like, I love living here, and it's the people we have to look out for each other in the winter. Like, that's the, that's how you get through winter is you take care of each other. Like, mm-hmm. the community really, like, has to be a community. And so I think in those kind of places that are very, like, out there, that's kind of what you... Like, the community has to exist as a community a little bit more. You have to have more of, like, a village approach to things than yeah, it's a, a lot little of places bit like, where it's, like, easier to live, right? Right, yeah. You, RV life can be a little bit like that, too, I think. It can be. And I don't know. It's something we kind of idealize about, like, smallish town Midwest life, too. Or maybe, you know, the bygone yeah. days of, of, yeah. of that life where, yeah. you know, people kind of looked out for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't just... Uh, you know, drive home from work, park your car in your garage and go watch TV and, you know, never see anyone outside because you went straight from your car to in your house and never did anything. In your yeah. And it sounded, it reminded me a little, the way he was talking about it, it reminded me a little bit of Iowa or at least how Iowa mm-hmm. like used to be in terms yep. of like, let people do their own thing, whatever. And like, I don't even necessarily like know my neighbor, but if they need something, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Like, well, like, <laughs> like kind of like leave them alone if, unless they need stuff. I think. <laughs> You know, a lot of communities really are that way. Yeah. Like, especially you see that, like, after a natural disaster or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, people really come together. Yeah. So, I that feeling of, like, um, you know, I think it's like affinity, a feeling of, like, home or, like, you Yeah, for your homeland, too. right, is very familiar to most people, probably. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And it is, you know, we're here for, like, it's been here, like, a week, you know, so we don't have the answers or anything. <laughs> It does have its own vibe, obviously. It feels in some ways a little bit like being in Hawaii, where it's obviously the United States, but also obviously different from the lower 48. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, I think it was really interesting talking to him about what he thinks other people, like the, the broader country thinks about, thinks about Alaska. Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it basically boiled down to Sarah Palin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they all think. They think we're all still Sarah Palin. We they think we're all it's all like super backwards and stupid and like Yeah, like today it's like thought of as like the last bastion for the religious right. Which I mean, I if you look at what's happening, I think the country is I was gonna say there's not a last bastion, it doesn't seem like Oh, it's got a big stronghold. (laughs) Anyhow, but I think it was interesting to hear what he thought like and we won't I think when I think of Alaska, I never would have thought of that. I always would have thought it was probably like a little more libertarian, which is kind of how he described it, and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I had a different thought about it because of like some books I've read or because of being from kind of uh, a, the part of Washington that I grew up in, mm-hmm. or you know, which has some similarities in a way. Yeah. Very um, like backwoods, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> everyone has guns. I mean, yeah. that that part is... That's true. <laughs> ...accurate, according to him, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think the cool thing about sitting in the bar... Yeah. ...and 
talking to people there. Uh-huh. Um, was that like we got to kind of talk about like how things are the same and how things are different. Yeah. And in a very like low judgment kind of way, like mm-hmm. I, there was obvious disagreement on some things and we expressed our opinions. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone felt like threatened by that. No, yeah, exactly. And that was it was um I don't know. Like like the best discussions you have with people who might not agree with you politically uh-huh. um but are, you know, open and and like wanting to learn from other people and like kind of learn your story and vice versa. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mhm. It was there was a lot of like deep I think kind of human respect going both ways. Mhm. And that opens up a lot of conversations because it's like I'm not writing you off as like backwoodsy and deplorable or whatever. Right. <laughs> and you're not writing us off as like hippies from wherever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so even though we, we are, are and and yeah, I mean like <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I I do wonder though like you know, we struck up a conversation because of music, a shared love for Weezer, mm-hmm. right? So, like, that already kind of like put us in a similar group, right? Uh-huh. Similar age. Yeah. Probably. Oh, he and I had the same birthday. Yeah, that's right. Scorpios. <laughs> so that was another thing, but um, you know, Told you sim- we got the whole life story. Similar music. Yeah, exactly. Similar music interests. Similar. Yeah age and you yeah. know probably similar social groups yeah i think so like we had some shared experience in terms of like work experience and things like that mm-hmm. really because he's an electrician but more of like a foreman now and like i've worked in environments like that construction environments and things like that so um and i have of family members who are electricians and things like that so it's like mm-hmm. it there's like some cultural touchstones there that like while we don't like have everything in common. There are some things in common, right? And that's one of the things that I is kind of like a a thing that I really enjoy and I think do well is like finding the common threads with people that I talk to. You can find something in common with like a lot of people, right? We we agreed that like people should be like allowed to be themselves yes. openly. Yes. <laughs> he, talk, it, he talked about going and buying a bunch of Bud Light. In yeah. biker bars, and when people got mad at him for it and said, "You know, what are you some like whatever?" I don't know what kind of slur they might have called him because of that, but like, you know, supporting LGBTQ rights, right? <laughs> He's like, like yeah, it's just like doing that to troll them and like point out how stupid it is that like you think I shouldn't drink a certain beer. And like, <laughs> right, right. I'm not sure he's like a big LGBTQ rights warrior, but at the same time, like, he's not he's, like getting bent out of shape about it, was his point, yeah, I think. Yeah. So, which is, I mean, like, it, uh, you talk about like, yeah, Iowa, how Iowa was one of the first states where mm-hmm. gay marriage was legalized. Yeah. And I think it's, Part of that same attitude was like, "Hey, it's not hurting me any, right? Like, what, like, what do I care? Why should I get bent out of shape name? about that? Yeah, yeah. Like, 
And I think that that is like that general like underlying attitude is something. Yeah. Like um, I don't need to be up in my neighbor's business like that. That are two areas. And and you don't need to be up in your neighbor's business and telling them how to live. But you're there for your neighbor. Right. It's like a both. Yes. A both and thing. It's like. Yeah. I don't need to tell them how to live their life. Like that's their business. But also like do you need do you need some gas? Do you need a Right, toe? exactly. Need- <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I think I think the RV community too, you mentioned that earlier yeah, can be a lot, a lot of like that, that too. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not all of it. And I will say that we come at this from like we are white people. Right. Like who are very very traditionally pre- presenting and so we have an in sometimes in these places and a feeling of safety sometimes in these places that I understand not everyone does. Right. So that's like kind of the caveat, right? Like it's good to have conversations with people who are different from you, but like it, if it's safe for you. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, um, I'm not going to tell you not to, you know, do whatever you're comfortable with doing, but yeah, it's, it's much easier for us to, feel comfortable and also be able to strike up that conversation. Right. Um, but yeah. And and that goes into the like, um, you know, it was, you know, this conversation started because of Weezer too. Right. You know? Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But it was a good conversation. And I think we get to have more of those. If you put yourself in those positions of like being open to talking and being in you know, sitting at the bar with the locals and and not just kind of keeping to yourselves too much, right? Yeah. I That's think why I like Harvest Host. You get to talk to really interesting people at like places like that too, right? Yeah, I think um, it's one of the best parts of being on the road is, you know, even though we were out and about and not just staying home all the time. We were in a community and part of a community mm-hmm. in normal Illinois. <laughs> um, you know, it was still just one community. It was one community and like our cross section of it wasn't especially diverse. Yeah, exactly. It was, I'll say it, a very segregated city. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean we didn't go places and do things that were less segregated, certainly. But, like, still, where we lived was, mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much, less so than less the first so place we lived. some of the neighborhoods, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, there, there was... Yeah, there were at least a couple of families in our neighborhood that weren't, like... The same? Exactly, like us. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... Uh, hmm. It's one of the things I've appreciated most is being able to be many different places with many different people mm-hmm. and like learn about them. Yeah. Yeah. Just I think have like a bigger picture of the world. Uh, yeah. I think just the conversation going back to it, like talking about like what it means to somebody to be from here mm, is like mm-hmm. really, um, I don't know why people love it you know like it's it's something to learn yeah it's being like, from a place yeah yeah and it's such a wildly different place than so many places in the country that it's it's just really special i think yeah i can't wait to see more of it chicken did not disappoint i it's worth the stop and 
going back to that too a little bit like drive the hard roads go to the cool places <laughs> it's worth it it's so worth it yeah but it was worth it to stay there it was worth it to stay at the really pretty spot on top of the world like yeah even if highway. chicken had sucked the drive would have been worth it oh my god even like the whole part of taking two hours to a freaking 25 miles it was so worth it mm-hmm it was so beautiful and so out there, and it's just so cool that we get to go to these places where you're just so, I don't know, it feels unlike anything else. It feels so freeing just to be out there. Yeah. I feel really lucky we've had this opportunity, you know, yeah. had this window <laughs> yeah, to be able exactly. to travel like this. Yeah. It's it's so cool. So I'm really grateful. And uh, I think the way that we change hearts and minds about things is by treating people like people and seeing the value in them, even when they have some pretty rough thoughts and beliefs. Totally. I don't like when it crosses. There's lines that obviously are crossed, and like yeah, those, sure. that's really, really problematic. Obviously, obviously, to say the least. It like things aren't great for anybody in a lot of ways. Like they yeah. are, but they're not. Like uh, man, I'd like inflation, to... stagnant wages, housing prices. Like there's a few people doing really well. Yeah. I'd like to think that hate is fringe. I would really like to believe that. I kind of have to believe that. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know if I could believe that, though. I think it might be a privileged position to believe that. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. It's hard because it's like, hmm. We only see things from our perspective. Right. Yeah. And people have been emboldened and things are really, really rough, especially for LGBTQ friends right now because, like, shit is going backwards and it fucking sucks. Yeah. It fucking sucks. And I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, and so I'm sure, like, the last thing a lot of people want to hear is, like, oh, yeah, like, let's let's listen listen to the haters. Don't listen to the haters. (laughs) Tell them not to be haters. Like, we didn't listen. We didn't listen passively. We didn't fail to, like, say what we thought. When he was like, well, there's healthcare, and then there's abortion. And I'm like, excuse me, abortion is healthcare, sir. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't mean you shouldn't stand up to hate. God, no. Quite the opposite. But like, I think it's when you do, po- yeah. you treat people as human. Yeah. Because if we... Sink to that level. Yeah. If we... Treat we people, in the privileged positions. Exactly. If we treat people as inhuman. Yes. And I'm not saying don't, don't protest. I'm not saying don't... Heck no. Don't... I'm not even saying don't riot. Like, there's some times to make some fucking noise. Right. And losing rights and and that sort of thing, like the that's the times. 
yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's and I don't know. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm just privileged. You know, maybe I'm too idealistic. But like, I do think that things can get better. I have to think that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to think that. And I, it, I. And the only it thing- can be really hard. I think in light yeah. of all the recent Supreme Court nonsense, mm-hmm. it can be. Really, really, really discouraging. Like, really discouraging. Yeah. Because it feels like we're going backwards, and it feels like things are getting worse. Yeah, it's just... And there's not much to do about it. Yeah, exactly. It seems hopeless. Mm -hmm. But, like, all this is coming from a place of, like... (sighs) So I I exist in a place... I think a lot of us exist here, but I exist in a place of being very upset and concerned and worried and angry and tired and hopeless a bit about like our political system and our society. Yeah. And also being encouraged and happy and overwhelmed by how beautiful things and people can be Mm -hmm. and the people you don't even expect to be yeah exactly and so it's this like dichotomy that exists of like what do we do i don't know we spread joy we speak we speak up to hate yeah we make our lack of tolerance of hate known yeah i think so lift up other voices i think yeah people who aren't (laughs) getting heard yeah i think it's hard um i i think the the hope of chicken is that we can listen to each other and maybe make a positive impact you can learn some things for some people and you can talk to them. What I don't think we should have done is just like walked out, you know? No, and ignored people. And we, because it wasn't unsafe, it wasn't threatening, it wasn't, we weren't being yelled at. We were, I think when you have a chance to talk to people, you talk to them. Yeah. When you can, when it's safe for you. Right. So, I think that's the... Yeah, I don't mean to, like, glorify somebody who, like, is hurting people with their votes and their actions, right? Yeah. That's the thing. But also, I don't see any way... I know people are like, well, persuasion's impossible, but I don't see but like, any way to... I changed. I went from one side to the other. Exactly. And I don't see any way to get things better without any persuasion. When we talk in person in bars, it's so easy to agree. But then yes. when people get in their oh. cars or go vote or get online and like do things it's 
It's different. Really yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think we spent a whole night trying to solve the world's problems, but you know, maybe just had a nice night. And chicken? <laughs> yeah. I think so. <laughs> or tonight. Yeah. I think you don't have to like make too much or too little out of it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. Is you can't you can't really put a bow on it. You can't put a bow on it. It was I did not expect to have a lengthy political and religious discussion with somebody randomly at the bar. And it was really yeah. interesting. It did exceed expectations. The bar was just bizarre. Walking in there was like a whole thing. Also the floor <laughs> it was is a like, thing. The most uneven floor I've ever walked on. Yes. It's, you, you will fall over yourself without drinking. Yeah, it's pretty um, funny. But it was, it was fun. It was interesting. I did not expect the bartender to be from Southern California. It was a whole weird thing. Yeah. It was great. I recommend chicken. There was a moose. There was, there was a moose and a baby moose. It was so cute. It was great. Yeah. Go to chicken. Have a drink. See a moose. Talk to people. See a moose. <laughs> Don't take yourself too seriously. Uh, yeah. We're like kind of fucked, but maybe kind of okay. Yeah, all of the above. I think. I think both. I got a note today from a friend of a show. I I won't share the whole letter or note just because it was like a Facebook message, but I do want to say hi to our friend Taryn who uh, had a rough time with some fireworks. So I hope you're feeling better. Oh my. So. Yeah. She's all right. She's okay, all right. Okay, good. Anyway, yeah, hi, Taryn. Hi, Taryn. Awesome. So, yeah, so if you want to say hi. Yes. Tell us about your fireworks mishaps. <laughs> tell us about the moose you see or the weird bars you go to. Um, please reach out to us. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. You can talk to us on the Substack at lettersfromtheroad.substack.com. There you can sign up for our free newsletter. But would The letters will come to your inbox on Mondays and Fridays. A little bit of stories and encouragement just right there in your inbox. And then you can also find us on social media at Instagram and TikTok, which is Letters from the Road Pod, and Twitter at LFTR Pod. And you can email us at letters from the road dot letter, letters from the road pod at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you. I will admit that I have been a little slacking. Uh, well, not slacking. I've been a little slow on the social media recently because. We've been moving really fast and finishing up kids' schooling and things like that. But I will be back on there. I'm trying to respond to messages and stuff, but I haven't been posting as much. But I'm there. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, we love hearing from you. And uh, we can't wait to meet some of you down the road. And until next time, we will see you down the road. Bye. Bye.